It's great to hear Steve uh, on on the mic, as it were. Yeah. Hey, welcome. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. That was great. Welcome to the New Internet Podcast on the Smodco Internet Radio Network. Hi. I'm uh, I'm John. I'm a Merp, uh, minor internet radio personality. And you're a host, too. Yeah. And a host. Yeah. Uh, and um, let's see. Kruger is finishing up um, Subterra. I owe him one snippet of sound. It's going to be epic when he's finally done with it. Well, I think it's going to be a relief as well, but it sounds really, really cool, and I'm super well, excited to hear it. Yeah, it, it's it's a really fun uh, project, and Cassandra is taking a little hiatus. Um, so we, I mean, I'm I miss the, you know having all four of us together. It's a really nice uh, bit of chemistry, and but at the same time, John, I'm loving uh, having us just chit chat. It's very intimate, Marty. I know, especially even even though we're we're thousands of miles away um, it, from each other. From each other, no, from well, from China. We're, actually, we're remote. We're remote from each other. We're not thousands of miles I know. away. No, we're both thousands of miles away from China. That's what. That's all that, I was saying. That that was the I, only point I, oh, I had to make. I'm sorry, I didn't let you finish your sentence. I, well, uh, that's the that is the formula for the show. I'm sorry. What? That that's the. I screwed up. Ah, damn I it. didn't let. I'm sorry. Were you going to say something? Uh, hello to Tyson. You you were. Hello to JP. Hello to anybody else who's listening right now. Just tweet in at us at noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Or no, it's just Nooner Podcast. Just to let us know you're out there. Or Not that we'll notice because neither one of us is really on Twitter. I'm, I'm not when I'm for their two hours a week that I'm on Twitter. And it's during this time. So oh, I'm, it is? Oh, okay. Yeah, so that, that's why attention? I say. If you've listened to the show, tweet in and, uh, but not when we're not broadcasting. L listen, listen to what instead. show? So, uh, John, show? John, yeah, how are you? Oh God, Marty, you know I'm good. Uh, I'm I'm tired. I'm I'm busy. I'm wicked busy. What and, were you uh, doing right before I think this? Maybe, I think I'm maybe too busy. Okay, well, we'll talk. We'll talk. Um, but uh, yeah, I need I need some advice from uh, someone who who doesn't do very much. Um, hold on, I'm Martin, I'm getting Marty's, passive aggressive. You, I'm getting passive aggressive um, comments from the peanut gallery. So we're trying to to increase our our sense. Hey, John, are you recording this? By the way, no, but I could. Want me to? Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, no, it's yeah. recording in progress. Oh, Jesus. Okay, Christ. now it's recording. Should we start again? Yeah, okay. And three, two, one. Mm. Yeah. Oh, wow, that was great. Hey, Kruger yeah, has made well, a just, good thing there. Just if it crashes, like my computer's been crashing, and I, I don't know how to troubleshoot why a computer just turns off in the middle. Oh, it just turns off because it's old and it's dying. It's not that old, but it, I, how old is it, Marty? Uh, it's like two years old, but um, like two years. Did you get it before the pandemic? Because those those years count as years. Oh really? 
But that was just yeah, like, that, that was like last month. That wasn't the that wasn't like the blip on that was the Marvel Cinematic month. Universe. No, no, it, it I it's a janky computer that I put together. I mean, it has good components, but I'm just not very good at troubleshooting did you, stuff. Did you build it? Did you build a laptop? Or is no, it No, I I didn't build a laptop. I I built um a desktop. Oh, so that's what you're using? Yeah. Oh, why don't you use the laptop that you always use when we're live? That doesn't seem like it's going to too janky. Um, it, it's very complicated, but it's a it's a when it works, it's a very a somewhat powerful. Five years ago, it would have been a very powerful laptop. <laughs> I mean, computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just and you know what, John? Ten years, twenty years ago, I would have been a very virile man. You know. I know, I know. You know, if I was taller and younger and better looking, um, I would be more attractive. Yep, yep. And if I were smarter and more hardworking, I'd be successful. Yep. Um, That's all I needed. I mean, if I was just a little bit luckier and worked harder and didn't screw things up and was nicer to my fellow man and had some stick to and some talent, I mean, that's all I need. I, Plus I, luck. I turned that thing way too loud. I apologize. It, it, it just blew everything out. Um Oh me? No, or, I did. I did. Okay. I hit a knob because I got I panicked because Tyson said he couldn't hear our voices and now he probably can't hear them. But you know what? I'm just glad you're alive, Tyson. Tyson and his family, they are his wife. They're the sweetest people. Uh yes. He's he's incredibly generous and you should watch his streams. Um Tyson yes. Saner. Uh he does a lot of uh game streams and um oh uh, and what? No, no, he just tweeted something, and I don't know what Skidoo is. Um, I guess it's something that I he mentioned before, but you know, it, a oh, lot it's, is it is, is it a, is it a new uh, social media thing that the kids are on? No, I think it's an Indian movie or a Tamil movie. Um, oh, but uh, I yeah. can only watch one of those a year. So it's been a little crazy. That have you noticed that there's there been like crazy amounts of flooding in the world like just in the past so we we were two weeks off because i didn't notice that okay so we were two weeks off um because i i went on vacation but uh, when i was leaving there was um there was flooding in kentucky i believe yeah and and west Mm -hmm. virginia yeah and and yellowstone and Mm -hmm. then while i was gone there was flooding in death valley and las vegas flash floods oh uh, i didn't know that there was flooding in myanmar uh western china this is all in the past like month uh yeah flooding. i just saw an article that said that california is looking down the barrel of a once in a 200 year kind of flood situation yeah and it's going to cost a trillion dollars yes. in damage so this is a um a flood that has happened before um but uh yeah and right now there's flooding in dallas if you're in texas right now i hope you're doing okay and it's heading gonna head towards mississippi and austin i believe um it's a, it's a little crazy and scary right now there's even flooding in massachusetts and and uh, the Philippines, Arizona, Utah—it's West—it's crazy, uh, and it's a little scary. So, for us, uh, what I guess there are these um, 
these what do they call them atmospheric rivers that have been atmospheric rivers that have been forming more frequently in the past couple of years and they think that oh if there's a confluence of multiple like you know a month's worth of of uh atmospheric rivers that come in it's just going to shove so much water into the valleys of uh the basically the california it has a huge valley in the middle of it where most of the, in the middle of it it's in fact it's called the central valley yes uh san joaquin valley central valley um it's where most of the produce is grown in in the country that will flood uh most likely uh and of course we're in a drought situation but we don't want to have it all replenish it all at once um and it's a little scary so and yeah obviously this is well not obviously but this is has been predicted extreme weather has been predicted because of uh climate change but it's it's just a little crazy that this is all happening at once and and i'm surprised that well i'm not surprised i don't know um but you didn't notice that pattern no no i i, I think i've become uh inured to uh bad news about the weather i mean it's not like um, earthquakes because earthquakes are happening all the time just because that's how plate tectonics work that you know they're yeah uh, but extreme weather like this is you know, has been predicted and and it is like basically these climate predictions are kind of coming true and it's uh, i mean i don't know yeah they it's are terrifying i mean it's it's there's more energy in the atmosphere. It's a uh, uh, the homeostasis has been disrupted, so it's going to start changing. So things are going to um, be extreme. <laughs> Eventually, you, you know, in like homeo. 10, 15, 20,000 years, it'll probably come back to some kind of equilibrium. Well, assuming um, that we um, reduce carbon emissions, which we are on. Oh, no, no, do. we don't have to do that. No, I mean, if we if we reduce carbon, it's too late for that. All I'm saying is that the the, the, the extremes of the atmosphere Where is going to change. Where are you pulling this from? What? Where are you getting, getting this from? Oh, just, you know, my understanding of the climate. Um, but how... I mean, it, it, was too, it was too late, you know, it was too late to do anything, um, you know, probably last year. Uh yeah, well, you know, our carbon emissions have been have gone down and you know, we now are committing Oh, wait, billion. I'm sorry. I I I didn't mean that we shouldn't do anything. I just meant that it was too late to avoid the cat catastrophe. So then, we can mitigate the catastrophe by so, we do, and we should because so that's then, that's pollution. But, but then why why would things just go down naturally if if we didn't Oh, just because the, that's the way the the uh, the, so the then world we, works. So then we, don't need to do, then we don't need to do. Then we don't need to Then we don't need to do anything. No, no, no. The homeostasis will it'll be in like fifteen thousand years. Oh well, I'm. I don't care about that. I only care about. Let's see. How old am I now? The next twenty-seven and a half years. You know. Well, yeah, that's just that's just going to be the beginning of the shit show. Okay. Well, as long as it's not the height of the shit show, then I don't give a shit. You know. Um, good yeah, luck to your I think we're looking down the offspring. barrel of some horrible times. I don't have any more optimism, so I prefer not to talk about it. Uh, uh, well, you know, but it's We fine. can. I mean, we absolutely can. But. It's fine not to talk about it, but I don't think it's 
it's fine to ignore it, you know. Uh, these are things that we have oh, to deal yeah. with, you know. Uh, yeah, there's there's something there's something to be said for, um, for detachment, and what I mean by that is, I mean you don't you the, your your life is has always been out of control. You're you're always everything was gonna go everything that you know was eventually going to die and and disappear anyway. Welcome to the so, comedy podcast of Nooner. No, um, no, but you're you're. You you know you so it's I'm just giving people some some food for thought. Don't don't fret about stuff. Don't don't cause like I I just saw this thing. It was it was uh, Vanity Fair has a has a logo uh, on a piece of um, like a a bag or something, and it said, "If you're not worried, you're not paying attention." And it's like, you know what? You can pay attention and you can try and make the world better. But it doesn't help you or anybody else to no. constantly be in a state of anxiety yes. and, and worry. That is a really good point. Uh, so I think that there, it's important to have a consciousness of these things. Yeah. Uh, so that you're not. But there's, like, very, there's very little like, that you can do to completely. Yeah. Em ameliorate the situation right. individually. So, so but we, you can do a lot. We as a society Sorry. can do many things at once, you know, and yeah. just like if you're like, oh, how can you think about like mowing the lawn or doing your job when the world is going to shit? Well, I, I'm not a climatologist. I cannot ameliorate the, the climate or come up with ideas about that. I can uh, do my best to not drive as much. I can, um, you know, not be wasteful with water and stuff like that, but... At the end of the day, I, I have to. We all have to live our lives, you know. But I think it's fine to do it as long as that there's something in the back of your mind that is just not like going through life with your fingers in your ears, going la 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 la, you know. Yeah. Well, I think it's 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 healthy to to do that a little bit because um, <laughs> no, for sure, no, because for sure. The, no, I agree, the thing I agree. is, the, the news the news media is 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 designed to to engage our like lizard brains and say look out look out look out so we keep watching it and i think that that's bad for I, the emotional health of most people but i that's not what i was talking about i'm just saying no, i know awareness but, is not sitting in front and watching cnn or fox news or whatever it is you know uh, in front of your tv yeah. all day uh, awareness or, is just or doom scrolling through you know right the the inter, the interwebs oh uh, awareness is just realizing that there are consequences for every action that you do, you know, and yeah, and just being a little bit aware of that. And like, you know, I've been trying to eat less meat um, just because cow, of the gas cow. Yeah. Cow is a huge um, consumer of of, uh, of greenhouse gases. But at the same time, um, on Sunday, I had um, a bit of flank steak and it was delicious, you know, and I really appreciated it. Well, cows are not consumers of greenhouse gases. They're emitters of greenhouse gases. Well, and also we use greenhouse gases to produce those cows. So they both fart, burp, and we we put a lot of petrochemicals to fertilize them. And uh, we use a, a lot of water to get but them wouldn't it be Wouldn't it be better than, than an eat them all? Wouldn't that be uh, producing a good thing? And then you, then you turn them in, in, into poop? And that's... 
Well, we we Better go from for the world. We go from water, hay, soybean, and then we we cr- grow all this shit, and then we take all this water and we shove them into to cows, and then we eat the cows. So if we yeah. if, if we eliminated the cow part and just ate ate the hay, well, no, we can't eat hay, but uh, ate the soybeans. Um, and save the water that we would be a lot better off and right but 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 we've already used up that water in a for this the next 10 years so what we uh, the plan really should be that you everybody write a letter to to all the restaurants and all the supermarkets saying in 10 years we're not going to eat any more beef because we have to consume these cows now right well does that I make mean, sense uh not quite because if no it totally makes sense it just it's not it's not workable it makes sense uh well no because if you then consume the cows that is creating a demand for the cows and then yeah yeah but we're we're promising not to have any more demand after we consume the ones that are here who's promising that you and me and everybody else we'll just do like a start a movement but it'll be the it'll be eat beef now okay and not in the future but movement that's a good name Catchy. Eat beef now, not in the future. Movement. Oh, okay. You know what, Dad? Um, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Uh, no, you know what? Cow tastes good. Eb, I, Eben, Eben off the future. Yeah, I think, you okay. know, he come up with something oh, catchy. Okay, every week John has a stroke and he just had his just then. <laughs> Eben Juba, um, I know. It's not really fun. It's not nice. That's not nice. That's not nice to make fun of somebody who's. Who's, uh, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an I'm elder. I'm not making fun. It happens every week. I'm just saying this is a, a regular occurrence that we all just sort of abide by, you know? We look forward right. to it. We, we set our clocks by it. Why is it okay to make fun of uh, old white men and not anybody else? Oh, wait. I didn't notice that you were old or white. I just thought you were strokey. <laughs> oh. Uh, so... Uh. John, mm. I I spent two weeks, uh, or not two weeks, I spent 10 days, but it felt like two weeks. In, in your living room? In France. Oh, in France. I thought you were in your living room. I was in a living room in France, in a France, a French oh. living room. They call it, there they call it a salon. A salon? A, a salon. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, um, how, do they, how do they know where it is? You say, where's the living room? And they say, mm, look for it, the it, signs it, for the salon. And oh. you'll find yourself in the living room. I see. And so how was the salon? Uh, I was fucking sweet, dude. Do you speak French? I'm better than you, but not very well. Uh, well, yeah. If you speak at all, it's better than me. My 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 brother sings in, and writes songs in French. Because we're French, Canadian. No, that, he didn't write that one. He, he'd be rich if that was... Uh, yeah, uh, but he 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 says he he, he speaks French enough to uh, write songs and sing folk songs in French, so he can only sing and talk about drinking, war, and and sex. beavers, sex with beavers, and sex with beavers. No, there aren't that many songs about beavers. Well, that's what your brother he there's a a void a, a vacuum that he needs to fill. There's a there's a very small niche, and he's very it's on the internet and it's on the dark web, really mostly. And oh, it's, it's about sex with beavers. By the way, so dark. It's very dark. Very dark. It's it's, it's very the, dark pelts. It's the dark dam. Um, yeah. So yeah, how, don't look. Don't don't Google that. Don't do Google that. Yeah, don't. People. Um, but 
it, uh, I mean, you've been to Europe. Are you, you're about to go to Europe again or no? You- uh, no, not, not, uh, in the immediate future. No. Uh, but my son is about to go back to England, to go to school. I'm going to go to new England, uh, to visit my family in a couple weeks. Uh, but yes, I've, I've been to France a couple of times and uh, Italy a little bit and, it was, it was, I I was surprised because it's different there. I thought <laughs> I I really thought it, I thought you know why go why go to other places because everyone's the same you know. And so and we, you go and you're like people are the same. They're all they humans. Just, they just talk different. They yeah, I I remember getting to France and being like I got there alone because I my family went ahead of me and I got there and realized. Holy shit! They really do all speak a different language. Like everybody here speaks French. I don't speak French. What the fuck am I gonna do? Is that the only Holy change that you noticed? That was pretty big. Uh, that was kind of overwhelming. And then I also noticed that there, there's absolutely no idea of like, uh, the, well, not the, the the idea of convenience, um, like capitalism filling in every crack of convenience. Okay, um, is not present there. Yes, so I thought okay. Um, there was a Monday that was like a national holiday, but it was like it was celebrating a saint or something like that. Right, right. And I was well, like, so, and things will be open, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was going to go to like the the French Target, you know, Target or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I was like, all right, I'll just go there. It was closed, and yeah. then and then I looked on. Google Maps and, and like everything was closed, you know. Everything the, was closed. Yeah, yeah. And, it wasn't like somebody said, "Hey, this is a great opportunity for me to make some money off of the people who need stuff." Yeah, it it's was. Like, crazy. Fuck, I gotta take some time off, like everybody. Else. So, was your reaction to be angry? Of like, how dare they? Do they do they know that I need Tic Tacs right now, or as they call them in France, Tic Tacs? Um, <laughs> or or were you like? Hey, maybe we maybe this is like I'm still alive. Maybe this is a better way to live. Well, so this is we we took a little car trip down south of France to go to our the the uh, the little village that my ancestor came from. And so we were driving Did along your one ancestor? First, yeah, the well, the guy who turned into Sylvain cuz he forgot his last name cuz he was so, so fucking he's like stupid. I'm uh, John uh, France. <laughs> you can do better than that. John, um, exactly. John, the story um, is the story is Sylvain? It's, it's like it, it uh, yeah Sylvain is a first name except for my the, the one time it was like you what's your last name he said well my dad's name was Sylvain what's your last name Sylvain that's what happened so it's so it's dri- like Sir Han Sir Han is that the same thing that happened to Sir Han Sir Han and Boutros Boutros Gali and Sylvain Sylvain and Sylvain yeah that's what I was New York Dolls. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. The uh, so we're driving along south of uh, Paris, and I'm admiring the landscape and thinking, "Wow, it's just like a beautiful because it's it, there's villages, but then in between the villages, it's just open fields, and you kind of look and say, oh, they 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 kind of control this because you know tourism is the the major industry of France." And they want it to look beautiful, and also they're used to central control. They're not; they don't have this idea that, "Hey, man, it's my property. I'm going to put a a, a 
a, there are no a refrigerator and a, and a rusted out uh, a car in my front yard. And fuck you if you want if you don't like it because it's and, mine. And, and fuck you. And to, I'm going to put up a billboard every right, 15 no, yeah, feet. To be to be clear, that like in the highways there are no billboards. There's no billboards, and and it's, and it's very beautiful. It's just beautiful, and and the roads are really well kept. By the way, I, yeah. I just want to wait, 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 wait. I was in the middle of something. No, we we're having a conversation. No, I was telling you a story that you. I was answering a question. But okay. go ahead, Marty. But you interrupt me. That's fine. Uh, no, go ahead. No, no. Oh my God, you're such a dick. Um. Uh, there, there are no. You're just now noticing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are no, there are no <laughs> potholes, and uh, it, it's just like, it, it just feels. I know. Go ahead, go ahead with your stupid fucking. Yeah, there's story. no, there's no potholes, right? Yeah. And there's also, there's also this. You're driving along, and you go, hmm, man, I, I need some water, and are you hungry? Yeah, I'm a little, little peckish. Uh, okay, when we need gas. Shit. There's no gas stations. We're driving along and there's no gas stations and there's no water and there's no stores. Oh, wait, here's a gas station. Fantastic. We pull in and go in and say, do you have water? And they look at me like, no, this is a gas station. We don't have water at a gas station. Well, do you have snacks? No. I mean, this is where you buy gas. I was actually really looking forward to the rest stops there, just to compare like the rest stops here, where you you go and and there's just it's like a whatever a, a shitty like um, Exxon and and you you've got like a a burrito that's been sitting there for three weeks under a, a heat lamp and um, and you go there and. And it's like slightly better, but it, it's. I didn't. They didn't have any food. Oh at the, yeah, at no. The, that, the only time I had um, fast food was at a, a rest stop, and I had Burger King. My point was that I wanted to make was what? like my point. Where were you? Uh, I was going through the through the middle of France. But my point is that uh, this is like such a. a like the whole time I, I was there, I was just thinking, like, what a, an amazing privilege this is to to do, to to go to another country and to drive through it, and it is just it. It was very magical in that kind of way. Of like, I, I felt, I, and um, yeah, I, I just because I don't travel out. I, I just recently I have just because of my job, but previous to that, I don't travel outside of the country a lot and now i'm in a job where i i do it's not the, the i don't go to the sexiest places but um but uh yeah and just to have a vacation so to to uh clarify uh this vacation came up because i have a, a wealthy cousin who said i'm um my husband and i are uh we're we have this chateau that we're and we want to invite all our families and friends to, to come and hang out and just like, just let us know what days you want to come. And, and so I saw pictures of it and I was like, well, that sounds like a great opportunity. And then, uh, and, and he's happens to be generous enough that like he paid for everything and not the flight or and everything, but he paid for the, the, the chateau. And, and so I was, with my cousin and and uh, a, a handful of strangers, and it was 
the most fun thing in the middle of uh, in some French chateau and like it, it, I, it felt like it's one of those sort of like once in a lifetime type of uh, opportunities like we're like oh how, how often is this going to come up and so you're just drinking wine in in uh in in the countryside and it was really really amazing and and it made me think um about how how we choose to spend like I, I mean my cousin and his husband like they're just like really kind generous hospitable people and they have they make friends wherever they go and it made me think of like well how do I spend time with my friends um and, and how can I maximize the quality and quantity of time that I spend with my friends and um it this like seemed to be the a great way to do it it doesn't have to be obviously in the countryside in France but uh, it, it just seemed like uh, it sort of set a new standard for me of how I want to to um, uh, stay connected with with people, and uh, it's kind of nice because like there were no pressures on us to to do anything except to be back by dinner time. Um, I don't know. Have you had any thoughts? Do you have any thoughts about that? Sounds wonderful. Yeah, it, it was. It sounds. It sounds really wonderful. Yeah. And and I'm so uh, fortunate to to have that uh, come up because it, I I would not have had I would not have gone to France otherwise and I would not have uh, had the opportunity to have something so um, I mean obviously it was extravagant but it was also it was pretty like just fun and and uh, I mean it wasn't like over the top like there weren't servants and everything like that it was just like just sit around and stare at the moon. What part of what part of France were you in? This is right in the middle. It's called the Loire Valley. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's that's sort of I was I was there. It's probably not near too far from Sylvain. Sylvain, Sylvain. Well, the, it was uh Valencay was uh where we ended up and and we went from the Loire Valley. Um and I can't remember the town we were in, but we borrowed a car from from there and that's real i mean is there's a bunch of castles and rivers it's very pretty yeah it was crazy and but they were coming out of a huge um drought a huge heat oh. wave so all the the sunflowers and grapes were suffering um mm. that that was the little bit of french i got from talking to a winemaker he's like oh living a souffre i'm like all right i think that means they're they're something or other. the vines are suffer are, are, are oh, suffering yeah. yes 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 or this there or or the the, the wine is, is sulfur the wines are sulfur and the the the, the floor is lava um <laughs> is that where that comes from yeah exactly exactly where it comes from but it's a french idea i i could yeah so anyhow we it was really um fun and it just made me think of how i want to um someday be fortunate enough to to extend that type of hospitality not to that level i, I will never be that um successful or rich to do that but but to do something you know just to to make time um to to have yeah uh, hang with well that, that's friends. one of the nice things about like a, a b and b you know you can you can get together with some friends and go somewhere you know even if it's just palm springs or mammoth or or Big Bear and get a, a large house and get a bunch of people for, you know, so, who you like for four or five days. And 
so to, to stay true to the podcast, how would you get to um, Mammoth? Oh, well, Mammoth, uh, what I would do is I'd take the 405 up to the 5 and then go through right. the grapevine and then go up the... Uh, no, you, the, uh, you don't go through the grapevine. The, you go through Canyon Country. You go through, through Palmdale and then you go to the 395. Yeah, but you have to get to Palmdale, you have to go through the grapevine, don't no, you? No, Palm. No, you take you go off side. earlier. Yeah, yeah. I haven't. And you go past Mojave, and yeah, uh, yeah, you go past and, you go past the place where the SpaceX uh, uh, takes plane. off there. Is it? I, all I know is that Mojave, like, California. In Mojave, there's like this this uh, huge airfield where you'll just see like dozens and dozens of of giant airliners i don't i can't identify them um, by sight but they're like every airline just they they store all especially during pandemic they they just stored all these spare planes there it's a really cool drive uh, yeah. uh, my friend david has a house up there and now he's we were just talking about him before the podcast he's living up there and um he calls it the easiest five and a half hour drive ever i He's so right. I love that it, drive. It's really beautiful and it's really easy and there's never any traffic and it's straight. And it's it's and it's funny because there's two good skiing areas near Los Angeles and one of them is much closer and it's Big Bear. It's only 3 miles away, 3 hours away, but it is the most terrifying 3 hours of your life. Yeah. In my mind, it's it's on it's switchbacks, yeah, it's yeah. Going up and down yeah. mountains, and there's people I'd who rather, take that. Like, you're going to listen to podcasts anyway, so you might as well be moving yeah. at 70 miles an hour, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and um, Mammoth is really super easy to get to. It's and, a much larger mountain. And it's beautiful up there. And it's really gorgeous, and they, they have snow until, you know, in a typical year, they have snow until July. Um, um, and it's funny because Big Bear, Big Bear is just like, you know, we have this thing here in California where places like Malibu and Big Bear, where you have these mountain roads that go back and forth. That's one it's that's one kind of scary thing. But there's people who drive those roads all the time and they tend to have a lot of money and be really super aggressive and be driving sports cars or so motorcycles come up behind, or motor. Yeah. And they're just like. Trying to, they're like pissed that you're only going like 40 miles an hour on a 30 mile an hour thing that should be 15 miles yeah, an hour because yeah. you've got a but side you, of a mountain. I mean, if you're in a Kia Soul, you know, driving up the side of a mountain, there's only so fast you can go, you know. Exactly. Uh, but anyhow, um, the other thing that I really um, enjoyed, like I traveling across, I mean, it's a long ass flight. Um, so, oh yeah, yeah. you know, I, I recently got like a, a tablet from Amazon for 75 bucks and, and just loaded it up with movies and just watched them. And like, you that. got it from, did you get it from Amazon? Is, Amazon. That, a, is that a knockoff of Amazon? No, it's a, it's French Amazon, but you know, oh, I see. Amazon, um, fire, just the fire, yeah. Amazon fire, Arr. but, uh, and now that you Canada? can download movies like you don't need to worry about like oh what are they going to show on the plane like you can watch whatever oh yeah but there's something really exciting about that you know where you, you just find you're going to watch things that you wouldn't watch because you don't have any choice that's i know. know but then i i watched this like manga live action adaptation of rironi kenshin 
final chapter the uh, and it was like it was very well made but god it was so fucking boring um <laughs> and, and so i was like all right because i was trying to like i was trying to do exactly what you said I, here's a movie i never would have watched and yeah. i watched it and i was like oh you know this is like based on a very popular manga it's like a huge series like and i think it's based on a manga i don't know but um it was just a snorefest that was the so lost well city. Made. That's what I watched on when I last time. Oh I was on yeah, a plane. I watched that the last time I was on a plane. And, yeah, and that was delightful. Like seeing Brad Pitt die was great. Um, yeah. Oh, spoiler! Did you see alert. Bullet Train? Oh no, was it good? Yeah, it was good. It wasn't. It wasn't. I wouldn't say it was good, but it was fun. Okay, so I watched uh, while I was on the plane. I watched a Liam Neeson movie that was terrible and i love liam neeson movies like the you know all the taken movies and the the airplane movies and but this one was just was it love actually uh with guns it was it was love actually with guns um uh, it was just the worst i i'm not even gonna give the name because someone will probably be like oh i'll just check it out because it's terrible no it's terrible um and i watched uncharted with uh oh how is that i not good at all um yeah i i know one of the screenwriters and i was like all right you're not the funniest person and you're not funny in real life and you're not funny on screen uh but uh that that little um feller is great like he's a movie star tom holland um sure yeah no is that uh, who you're talking about yeah, yeah. that little feller yeah, yeah yeah he's a small person yeah but he's great i i just think yeah he's he's, he's a got a lot of charisma yeah completely how was marky mark um he was he i it's hard to watch him now and not think of the happening um uh, you know the, the m night Shyamalan movie with uh zoe dachanel Deschanel, where the plants attack him and and just look up. Look oh, I it didn't up. see that. Look it up on YouTube. Look up Marky Mark, The Happening. Oh, that's like, right. It's supposed to be lines. terrible. Uh, he has to. I mean, to be honest, like it's not just him. It's mostly M Night Shyamalan. It's it's terrible, terribly written. Um, but, well, he's written. That's interesting. Why? I mean, because you know he he's 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 done some good movies. Uh, he's done some bad movies, but he's done some good movies too. Uh, no, he's done very good movies. I just don't think I think he's a great plot guy. I just don't think he's a great like people writer person. You know, like I mean, yeah, okay. You know, he he ruined Avatar: The Last Airbender, which is like one of my favorite animated things of all time. And you watch it. And well, at least he put his name on it, so everybody knows oh, what yeah, the yeah, deal yeah. is. Yeah, who 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 to. Burn. Take a take take a beloved series that's like been on for five years and everybody everybody loves and then put your name on it like nobody's heard of it. And then M like, Night Shyamalan and then the, take the last all the things that are charming after. about it out of it. You know. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Uh. I, like his some of his stuff is like the, from a plot point of view is really good and um. But uh, the happening has a terrible plot and it really exposes the flaws of his writing. Uh, but it's that is laughably funny, and I would recommend everybody watching the happening. But All right. um, you don't need to necessarily watch Uncharted. I didn't. I never played the games, um, uh, the Nathan Drake games. I don't, did you? Ever, yeah, I didn't either. Um, I, I started to play one, and I just I, I don't know. Life. I happened. did too. Yeah, I started to play one Uncharted game, and it was, it was, it was one of those things. It's 
this is hard and I don't care at all. And it's yeah. already, I've only been playing for 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, but the one movie that I really liked was Prey. Oh my God, yeah. It's on Hulu. It's the, yeah. it's, it's the Predator sequel. Wasn't it? Yeah. What did you think? Okay, so I'm going to say, uh, first of all, it's, it's a really good time. It's 18th century and, Predator. Yeah, and the thing is, is you kind of forget that this is just a Predator movie because it's yeah. so kind of good. Yeah, because it's, it's couple, Dan, it, Trak Dan Trachtenberg is the director, I think his name is. Uh, he did 10 Cloverfield Lane. Right. Um, and he did, uh, did he do? Which I haven't seen. Oh, I hear that's really oh, good. It's very good, yeah. But anyhow, go on, go on. So, you know, it, I don't want to get people's uh, expectations up too high because it's it's a Predator movie. It's a genre movie. It's a genre movie. And, and so it's not going to, you know... But it was going to be, they, they wanted to make it the first all Comanche movie, but the studios wouldn't let them. But it came oh, out. In Comanche? In Comanche. Wow. But they, 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 and it's, but they, they came out with a Comanche dubbed version uh, for, uh, uh, you know, when they released it because all of the actors auditioned in English and Comanche. Oh, my God. I had no idea. Yeah. So most of the actors could do their own I wish thing. they had done it all in Comanche because, like, I mean, they yeah, did that, Clan of the well, Cave Bear. They did stupider things than you know than that. Yeah, you know. No, they, I mean it's that, not stupid. I shouldn't be... say it's stupid, but yeah. No. But uh, but it's really good. And but here's the thing: is uh, there's two things. Uh, one, at certain points, I couldn't tell what was happening, and that might have been because I, you, you you know it didn't come out in the theaters. So if, if I was in a dark room, maybe I I mean you know in a theater, I might have been able to sort of see the action better. But I wasn't quite clear what happened because it's it happens at night and the predator is half invisible and you know and the things and, happen and fast. And there's some technical things about the hardware that the yeah. predator wears. I I and you're right. Actually, I I I chalked it up to me being like asleep on the plane, but I yeah. did have to watch it twice to figure out exactly how it all worked out. Um, yeah, and it, it kind of makes sense, but it kind of doesn't matter because, like, the, yeah. the actress is so good. Uh, oh, she's she's a yeah, she's a she's wonderful. Yeah, um, and every I mean everybody in it is is does a really great job. Yeah, even yeah. The, especially the dog. And I and love it. The, the French Canadian I love uh, trappers are terrible because I thought of you when they all got you know slaughtered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, spoiler alert: they all get slaughtered. Yeah, yeah. Um, not oh, I guess they all did. Yeah. But oh, it's it's so. Oh, good. I have to I have to uh, just quickly on a side. So uh, there, well, it's Disney Plus has got um, some shorts with Groot in them, right? They're they're like store, you know. I am Groot. They're, yeah, they're like four or five of them. Ad adolescent Groot ones. They're all like six minutes long. Yeah, animated. Well, here's the fun. So I watched a couple of them, and I don't recommend watching them because they're not bad. They're not good. They're not good cartoons. They're just kind of. And they're cute. There's a couple cute things, but it doesn't matter. But here's the thing. They're six minutes long, yeah. right? But here's the real deal that's that's weird. Is they're actually three minutes long, and then they have credits for three minutes. And those credits are mostly, and they're legitimate credits, they're mostly the translation credits of all of the different uh, Disney, you know, languages. And the first one is called I Am Groot, and the only character is Groot, who is who is done by Vin Diesel, who said and, and 
and the only thing he says is I, I am Groot. Groot. But they hire they have enough different versions of people saying I am sweet Groot, Groot that it, it lasts for three hours. You sweet Groot. Yo soy Groot. I don't understand why they would so even have Groot. to translate it. Yo soy I mean, Groot. Exactly. Ich bin I'm Groot. It was just like I'm, I, I was watching the trailer going. I mean the uh, the credits going. Just watching them going. Oh, how? What? Because there's only one voice, and it and all he says is I am Groot. But uh, they uh, they hired like seventy people to make yeah. it to and say they, I am Groot in they, seventy different languages. They put his voice into a half a dozen filters to make him sound like a teenager. Uh, yeah, I mean it. It doesn't have to be him. Nobody nobody hears. Teenage Groot and thing like, oh, Vin is killing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's a it's a waste of money. Um, but uh, it, well, and, I, and, I don't think it's a waste. I mean, he's a he's a he's a lovely guy, and he he, he has to work somewhere. Guy. No, he doesn't have to work. He's doing fine. Uh, he's doing fine just sitting on his residuals. Give Marty a chance. It's I'm Groot. You know how how many how many parts have you gone out for that Vin Diesel has gotten and you didn't get? Forty three. Like how many? Wait, how many? Um, Fast and Furious is because every 43. every every new one they're like, ah, Vin was good in the last one, but let's give Marty a try, and they bring yeah, me and they then, bring me back and I, a disappointment every no. time. It's like Lucy in the football. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they Sorry. still speed up. Like at the beginning of the Groot ones, they yeah. speed them up, and it's still padded with credits. Uh, it's it was it's it's a, it's an extremely strange thing. I think it's very funny. Yeah. Uh, how, Did you watch the She Hulk? I was just that was the literally the next thing on my list. Um, so She Hulk, uh, I've been reading a lot of She Hulks, um, and, and it's funny that they're just not very action oriented. The the actual right. comic books, and. I, I don't know why they sh they can't be more action oriented. Like it really what, feels like the, they're, uh, they're. I mean, they're just all about like I just want to be a girl lawyer, and you know. That's an interesting question, Marty. That's an interesting question. Yeah. So it's, the, it's basically a, a world that's focused down into a certain genre, and then they say. You know what? We could do more with this genre, and then so they take and say, "How about if we have superhero comics, but nothing happens?" Right. So, <laughs> in the comic book that I was reading, like, uh, like she's in—I I forget who wrote it. It was one of the more recent ones, but she's in the Avengers, uh, uh, whatever mansion, whatever, and. Uh, she gets kicked out because she keeps getting drunk too much and sleeping with too many guys. And it's just I'm like, is that really is that really where we're going to go with this version of a superhero? Like we've got Hulk who just goes and like fucks shit up and then like, oh, but we're going to have a, a she Hulk and she's complicated because she fucks a lot of guys, you know, and it just doesn't seem that um, a, a very good evolution of of a it doesn't it doesn't heighten the narrative. It just seems like to kind of like mm, dumb it down or I don't know. Yeah. No. Absolutely. You know. It's it's. Uh, yeah. 
people people exploring people who really have no business exploring new ways of expanding the story um because they grew up in in within the confines of a comic book world you know like art like writers you know i mean and maybe they are maybe they're they they have some kind of nuance but they they really they really don't and to to be um, clear when i was 12 i like she hulk was hot you know Marty, to be clear, when you were twelve, She Hulk was not out. Come on. Oh no, it was. It was. I. I. It, it was actually in third oh, grade. Don't, look, uh, all right. All right. Great. I don't want to. I don't want to hear why you know this. Oh. I don't want. I because I, I. The eagerness in your face is a little creepy. So I, is yeah. Okay. So you, when you were twelve, when you, when you were going through puberty, She Hulk existed, and you have a specific memory of that. Let's just leave that. Yeah, no. There, my memory okay? of of Let's that leave was those when dirty I was when I was in the laundry when I was um, maybe ten years old. Um, yeah, like the very first I had the first eight issues, and and at school they're like, "Hey, everybody, we're doing a hobby thing, you know, where you get to demonstrate like what hobbies you have." And I was like, "I don't have a fucking hobby. I have eight issues of She Hulk. Is that a hobby?" And no, it wasn't a hobby. I, it was just. It wasn't. That sounds like a hobby. It was a source of mockery. Yeah. Oh well, that's the same thing as a hobby. Oh uh, well, that's your hobbies. Um, but uh, no, that's your hobbies. I think we established okay. that it's your hobbies. So what did you think of? What, were you fencing at the time? Because you you could have brought that, and they could have made fun of you there, and that that would have been every choice I've made in my life has been a source of mockery. Um, hey, I've got a podcast. Whatever, dumb shit. Take a fist in the face. Um, so, what and you, yet look at look at you now. You've just you, been to France, uh, visiting your rich cousin. Yeah, exactly. Oh, by the way, he beat me up the whole time. Like, <laughs> do you like How did the he croissant? Get rich by beating you up. Yeah, crawl for the croissant, bitch. Um, so what did you think? So what do you attribute your success to? Well, I looked at my cousin Marty and I just did the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what did you think of, um, She-Hulk episode one, episode two comes out, I think tomorrow. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. Tatiana uh, Maslany is my, great. I just love her. Yeah. I just, I think she's, she's the bee's knees. Um, I think that, um, uh, my son, he who and I have alternating like he likes things and I don't like them. And then I like them and he doesn't like them. Um, he he pointed out that, you know, that almost nothing happens in that first episode. Uh, there's a there's a Hulk fight that doesn't have any stakes at all. No. Um, and doesn't matter. And uh, and that's true. Um and uh, but I, I kind of I kind of feel like it's a good setup for I mean I think it could get good yeah um, I'm really excited I just saw the trailer again for Andor which is again you know another okay. geeky thing which is the new Star Wars series of pre on Rogue, Rogue One, one. Rogue yeah. One is like one of the best Star Wars movies and. This looks really good. I mean, and it's it got, looks really good. Yeah, it's got uh, what's his name, um, the Mexican actor, Stellan Skarsgård. No, but the Mexican actor who's in Rogue One, Pueblo Almodorgar. I don't know who he is. Okay, that's racist. Like it is. 
you said, I don't think it's racist. I think it's ignorance. Okay. Well, that those two those two are very closely knit. No, I think his name is Pedro. Okay. Go on. But but the other guys, I was a butchery of a Spanish director's name. Pedro Al- Almodovar. 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 Yeah. So it's not him because he's old. Um, and he's a director, not an actor. And he's Spanish. And he's Spanish. Very good. Diego Luna. Other than that, it's Diego the same Luna, person. which is Who? like Diego, Diego Luna, which is Diego so close to Pedro, Pedro? Almodovar. Almodovar. Uh, okay, so I Diego Luna. I'm sorry. I apologize to everybody who has a Spanish last name. You is very Spanish, and I accept your apology. Uh, Tony Gilroy is the, is the uh, he's the um, creator. He's the showrunner, and he did, of course, Michael Clayton, which is a movie I really love. Um, oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, uh, and, Tony Gilroy. Yeah. So has I'm, he done any television though? That's a little concerning. Uh, yeah, because television's so difficult. No, no. And the showrunner is the person who puts the story together. And I tell you, if you think that television, like, oh, I'm going to do a miniseries for Disney Plus, and it's uh, so what? Basically, what is it? It's a, it's a, it's a movie, except it's going to last eight hours. Oh, so I'm going to basically take a movie and add filler to it. You know, that's the danger. Right. No, no, fair enough, fair enough. He wrote all the the Bourne movies, and he also uh, was a producer uh, for 26 episodes of House of Cards. So. Oh, okay, good. There you go. Uh, yeah, I'm super excited about it. I loved uh, Rogue One, and they're bringing that back in theaters. They're going to release it, I think, in IMAX um, mm-hmm. in anticipation for the new... Uh, the, the Skellen, new Skellen Skarsgård and, and, like, uh, and the guy... Who's that, that, that young guy who is in uh, Diego Color Luna. Money? Diego Luna. <laughs> Diego Luna. Yeah. No, uh... Yeah, you know, that 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 uh, guy. He, he was in the Color of Money, and then he did some other stuff. Oh, um, Tom Cruise. For, no, Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Um, I don't. Uh, he's not listed in here, but uh, of course he was in uh, Rogue One. Um, yeah. Well, he's he's in the trailer. I hope he's. Oh, uh, Fiona Shaw's in it. Um, I met her. Fiona Shaw. Yeah, she uh-huh. she played Mrs. Dursley in um in Harry Potter. Um, anyhow. Oh. Yeah. 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 And then uh, uh, I wonder who's the oh the woman who is in um, Rogue One. God, she was great. She's not in it though. No, she's not in it, but she's great. Um, she was in the the um uh the Stephen Hawking's movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. so okay, we can just name drop all night long. Uh, but yeah, anyway, people should watch people, movies, Prey movies we've seen. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> um, Prey is. Oh, you know uh, what I? You know I have to recommend. Uh, I have to recommend. Uh, wait, let me just. Never have I ever. I've been watching Never Have I Ever. I know it's 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 really good. It's okay. just really good. Wait, hold, let me let me get back to that because uh um okay. but JP really enjoyed Prey and yeah. and he said Shame it wasn't released in the theaters. Yeah, I would because then it was very hard to see on a 10-inch $75 tablet screen on an airplane like yeah, what no, the it was fuck totally was going a movie. on. It was um, a movie movie. And um 
uh, Tyson met Dan Trachtenberg many years ago now and gave him a knitted hat. Um, that's awesome. Oh. I love that well, you let's... did that. If you ever meet somebody who you really respect, you know, and you have the opportunity to give them a gift, um, whether it be a compliment or a knitted hat, you should absolutely do that. You should never ask them for anything. Uh, but um, yeah, if you can give them a compliment and give them um, any form of thanks for what they do, uh, that that's the way to do it. Um, and uh, let's see. Uh, oh, China. Oh, wait. Tyson said China portrayed a version of She-Hulk in Avengers XXX, a porn parody in 2012. Okay, too soon. Um, China the Wrestler, you know. She, a porn parody? China the Wrestler was yeah, in a she, porn she, parody? She passed away. Um, she passed away? He he passed away? They passed away? What do you mean he? I thought that's what you said. No, she passed away, yeah. Uh, and then JP, China did? Yeah. JP oh. said, very intrigued by Andrew's structure. It's supposed to be two seasons with time jumps every three episodes so it can cover the five years prior to um, Rogue One. I like that. I like that. I think... Um, JP, I think that if you create those uh, constraints to a narrative, it really um, it, it is a very good source of creativity. So yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. Um, totally agree. Uh, case in point, John produced um, um, instant films where in a very short time people had to write... Uh, uh, short films and it had to take place in certain you were given constraints and yeah. and like if you had told me like write a short film and uh, at uh, starting at eight o'clock whatever time we started and you have to eight o'clock yeah and you have to get it into us by eight o'clock tomorrow morning like if you just said do that i would not know what the fuck to do unless i had pre-written it like three years in advance but yeah if, if you say you have uh Two, uh, two actresses, one actor, and uh, here's a word, then, oh, okay, I can do something with that, you know? And yeah. It might not be great, but you, you, it, it does um, spur the imagination more than yeah. uh, an open... And I think the constraints... It was, I love talking about that because um, the, we, were, we were not the only, you know, 48-hour film festival. But we were the only 48-hour film festival where the movies were actually didn't exist 48 hours before they were screened. Right. They, the other ones, all the other ones say you have to include this one thing and you have to write, you have to sign an affidavit that said that you didn't plan anything beforehand. Right. And people came, came to it with written scripts. And what happened that with was us pre-cast was, with, with all their actors and everything yeah. all, all ready to go. And they had, they had their sets and stuff and then they put in whatever, um, you know, little like, like an elephant uh, in some way. They just inserted into their film. But what what happened with instant films was the writers would get a noun and an adjective and a cast list, like two men, two women, or something like that. And then they'd have to come back with a fully completed short film the next morning. And then they would be uh, handed uh, randomly to directors, who would then pick a cast out of a hat. And then they'd, then they'd have to write, they'd sit down, you know, we were at a, uh, a LA Center Studios and they'd sit around 
and read those those scripts for the first time. The actors are reading it for the first time. The directors are reading it for the first time. And then they say, okay, we got to find a location. We got to get there. We have to shoot. We have to get it all done by that morning. Like Saturday, people would typically shoot until uh, midnight or three o'clock in the morning on, on Saturday. And then they'd start immediately editing because we had the screening on Sunday night, the live screening. We, the producers, we're seeing these films for the first time as, as, as the audience, as a live audience. And, you know, the other 48-hour film festivals, you know, they turn them in and then the, the producers would look at the things and then they choose the ones that were going to show like three or four days later. It was a surprise for everybody involved, including the writer everybody, and The director. only people who actually, in many cases, the director hadn't even seen this, the whole film. Yeah. And, and the director didn't know what they were getting themselves into, except for that no idea. one person who had access to a subway, and that was crazy. Um, was that was that Jason? No, it was not Jason. Uh, it was, but anyway, it so, was. No, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't. But somebody shoe well, and it, they shoehorned their script. They had a setting, a set. Yeah. Uh, they had access to a, a an L.A. subway, and they shoehorned somebody's script that had nothing to do with it into a subway and somebody else somebody i think it might have been the same person who uh, said and we're going to make it a musical even though it wasn't a musical yeah yeah and you know and what? and the thing is is that so those 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 projects sucked and and the, our batting average was really high considering all of those constraints like we ended up with there was almost uh, we did it uh uh we did it like 25 times and every single one there were, there were seven or eight films in each one and every single one, there were is at least one that was amazing, and then there were two or three that were great. There were one or two that were very, very good, and then there was one that sucked. I was, but if you look, if you look at like short films made by you know uh, uh, USC go, go students to, or go UCLA to Sundance, students, Sundance Film Festival, the short fest, the short program, they yeah. like ninety percent of them suck. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I think I think and I think people had a really good time because they were on their best behavior for the most part. Yeah. And everybody understood the, the constraints. And, you know, and you had people like James Gunn in there and Gail yeah. Lerner. Uh, um, and before he did Guardians of the Galaxy, James Gunn wrote um, he wrote the dawn, uh, the dawn of not the dawn of the dead, like Day of the Dead 2 or something. And then the following week. He, he wrote that movie. It was the number one movie in the country. And then he wrote the Scooby-Doo movie that came out the following week. And that was the number one movie in the country. And the third week he wrote for instant films. There you go. And, uh, and it sucked, but, um, but he was so no, nice. He, he was great. He was uh, he, fucking he, he's, brilliant. He's awesome. I always I, did a good job. I'm totally kidding. Um, yeah. And it was just like such a, it, it was such a, a fun thing to be a part of. And I think I was just, uh, everything I was in was like, what the fuck was that? Um, <laughs> but it, it was a pleasure to be a part of it. And that's why I'm where I am. And uh, James Gunn is on the in the cutting room of Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Um, so do you, are you looking forward to She-Hulk? Uh, are you going to watch the whole thing? Of course you are. That's the dumb question. I think I have to. I think I'm 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 uh, morally obligated. Well, just because you want to bond with your son, um, 
What about? Yeah, and you know, I mean, he might not even watch it. I'm, I'm actually just the, I'm an OG. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm gonna watch all the Marvel things pretty much. Even I even slogged the way all the way through Punisher. <laughs> Eventually, I haven't watched any of the cartoons. So I mean, that's well, you didn't watch What If? No, I did. I, all right, I did not enjoy have. that. Oh, all right. Uh, no, but you know, like like, like the Spider Man cartoons and and wait, uh, you know, into the Spider-verse? apparently the, you didn't see in, the dark. Into, huh? you, you didn't see into the Spider Verse. Oh, I did. No, okay. I'm so about then the I guess TV you have shows. seen the TV, okay. the, the animated thing. All right, I, I've seen everything. You're absolutely right. There is nothing I haven't seen. All right. I can't name anything. I can't name any obscure cartoons. To uh, the, uh, what was the one with like um, Spider-Man and Starfire or something like that? I don't know. It was like anime. Well, there was show. an Avengers t- uh, cartoon. Yeah, you didn't watch the Thor and, cartoons. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't. I just. I like yeah, I've said right. before. I have right. a, some kind of weird prejudice against TV shows, animated TV shows, like. And it's not, and it's a prejudice. It's not like when I, when I watch them, like when I actually watch them, I'm like, oh, this is pretty good. Except, you know, I actually anime for the most part. I'm like, I don't get it. Um, like, you know, uh, attack on Titan. Is that what it's called? Yeah, that's what it's called. Like people were like, oh, this is amazing. And I was like, ugh. What about the Miyazaki movies? Oh, I love the Miyazaki movies almost. I don't uh, understand you, John. You don't understand me? Why? Because you just said I don't I don't understand anime, and then I was like, "What about Miyazaki?" And you're like, "Oh, I oh no, anime. I mean the anime TV shows, like the anime TV uh, shows." Okay, I don't I just, I don't get I don't I tend to not understand them. Yeah, I don't, and I don't think Miyazaki is really anime. I mean, it is anime, sort of technically, but it's not. It's not like uh, it's not. It doesn't take place at a. You're at pissing a so many people of, off right now. I am. Yeah. I don't. I don't really. I think that people will understand what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I mean, I. I. You no. Know, I think Miyazaki is his own person. And all the Studio other, Ghibli. All the other anime creators are not. Uh. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> They're all. Everyone else is the same. Okay. Well, I, I. I take it back. You're not pissing everybody off. Did you ever watch My Little Pony? Um, Apparently, uh, that was brilliant. Yeah, well, my my friend Natasha, she wrote for for MLP. Oh, uh, MLP! Yeah, she was on the podcast. You know what the once. kids call it? She was on the podcast once, uh, and then she uh, then she went off and went into MLP stardom. No, she's now doing Reiki, I think. Um, in you know, in the same city as oh, in the East Coast somewhere, but anyhow. Um. So, did you watch House of the Dragon? It didn't come out yet, did it? First episode came out over the weekend. This is the HBO I it was next Max are you show. Sure? Are you sure? Did yeah. you watch it? No, no. I I never watched um Game Game of Thrones. Uh, I tried to. I, I, just I couldn't think, get into it. I think it's coming out. I think it's coming out on the second. I think it's coming it's out. The on, most on this... watched cable show ever. Is that right? Yeah. Did oh, I really miss oh, it? House we're gonna of the we're gonna pause just so John can Google this. I'm gonna go watch it and watch I'm not, it. I'm so, gonna no, pause it while I watch no, it. No, we're, we're, we'll wait for you. House we'll of Dragon you. draws nearly 10 million viewers, and I was not one of them. 
Yeah. Well, but, they, I'm going to turn in my geek card, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Better Call Saul. Did you watch the season series finale? I couldn't figure out how to. I I, I couldn't figure out how to watch it. Like oh, TV click, watch. Y- what? Where did you watch? Did you watch it? Nope. Nope. Well, the, you see, you know, you know, help really. You I know. know not... I know. I'm look. I got in a whole thing with Steve last night because he's just like, you're so fucking annoying. I'm like, I can't help it. That's just who I am. Listen, first of all. Consider the source. I mean, honest to God. I mean, that guy is so annoying, and he's annoyed by everybody. So I do find you rather annoying, but you're not that annoying. Uh, I, 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 try to, I try to poke around the edges, but every so often I, I, I miss the margins, you know. You miss and poke somebody in the eye? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, or in the balls, whatever, you know. Eyes, balls. You can't really tell the difference, can I you, cannot. Right? I cannot. Mm-hmm. You need glasses. Um, so one thing I noticed in France where the naked ladies dance. Uh, where, do they do, where does this happen? What? What part of France were you? France. The naked ladies? Naked ladies are dancing? Naked ladies? In where? France. France. Oh, I, I got to get over there. Yeah. I had no idea. Okay. So um, they don't, at the restaurants... It'll say like, "Oh, there's a, a a sandwich for ten euros," and then sandwich. you eat the sandwich, and they bring you a bill, and it says ten euros, and then you give them ten euros, and you leave. Yeah. Um, tipping is not a, a an essential part of their culture. It's it's not right. Yeah, so you have the option of if if you like it, you know, you're you can leave a a, a coin or two or whatever you want, but they're not going to chase you down, uh, no, uh, because you you skimped out and um and I I found that so relaxing and civilized and and you you just uh, I I find tipping to be this sort of uh savage practice that um that is both racist and sexist um if you're a white young and ageist if you're a white young woman you're gonna make a shitload more at the same restaurant than an old black man you know uh and and well if unless unless the old black man is a very, very, very good waiter and is extremely friendly yeah. and every, much better than the every, and the young young white woman. Okay, John, the pack of young white, white woman is terrible. All things being equal, if those oh, are yeah. the three independent Absolutely. factors. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, that is kind of a shitty thing. Uh, and I also like the idea of like what you see on a menu is what you pay for. Um, and... I'm I'm curious. You have worked in foods in hospitality. I I've yeah. dabbled here and there. Um, the other thing is like at a high end restaurant. Um, if somebody gets a a high bill, the the weight the the server will will get paid um, a percentage of that based on the tip. Um, but the back of house, the chef, whether they're making a salad or a steak. A seven dollar salad or a fifty dollar steak, they get paid the same per hour. Right, the dishwasher gets paid the same. So right. why why does the server get paid more? 
and uh, yeah, and it just seems like not a great way since all those people are integral in providing you a great meal service. Yeah, no, it's 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 a tradition that is uh, it, a lot of people are questioning, and uh, and it really there is no upside to it unless you're. It's like one of those things. If you're in it and you're a waiter and you've been making really good money um, because you're at an upscale restaurant and you're making really good tips, um, then you don't want it to change because your whole life is surrounded by it. But as a you know, I, I, I work in, in, in restaurants. I work in the back. I, I was a cook. I was a dishwasher. I, you know, I never worked um, as a as a server. And I it, it didn't really it didn't really bother me too much um because i was young and i didn't really care about money and i had a i was having a really really good time um when we were i think we no i wasn't really well paid but i I, it was fun um but it really is tremendously unfair and the people that are changing it like the guy who started shake shack has got a bunch of upscale restaurants i think uh his Um, name is danny meyer yeah, and and his, that's one of the things he's doing. And there's a couple of places, well, no tip places here in L.A. Yeah, so to to be clear, Danny Meyer in 2015, he announced that he was going tipless. He was phasing out tipping at his restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, and what happened was, um, and, and the idea was he was going to raise his prices to right. to reflect the actual cost of, of a meal. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then and, and pay everybody. Yeah, but and then pay everybody. So he would pay the dishwashers and and uh, the cooks a, a commensurate amount that was based on uh, the amount of sales. What mm-hmm. that so if he added twenty percent to um, his regular prices, uh, so you know a, a ten dollar dish all of a sudden cost twelve dollars, um, yeah. and there was no tip. That two dollars that would have gone directly to the server, then got distributed to multiple people. So yeah. what happened is a lot of uh, servers left because they were working at one of uh, a high end restaurant in New York, and then they, all of a sudden they're like, "Wait, I'm getting paid less. I'll just go to another high end restaurant where they have tipping and fuck yeah. Danny Meyer." Um, so he eliminated uh, the service fee in two years ago. So it, it didn't. Oh, he retreated from that. He retreated from that. So it's kind of something that has to be done on a cultural level, like across the board, because the other thing is like, all of a sudden his prices on on the menu are twenty percent higher than everybody else's, and yeah. so and he and to the alternative alternative to that is to be like, oh, our prices are the same, but we're adding a twenty percent mandatory tip at the end and mm-hmm. and either either way it looks shitty compared to somebody to another restaurant where it's like hey you know what tipping is optional man you just do what you got to do yeah we'll uh, chase you down the street yeah but we'll it's chase you down the street but it's optional you know so there's no uh it, there's it, it's not a perfect system not, no system is but the fact is that we have a they're they're like 15, 20 states um, in our union where they have a a minimum, they have embraced the national minimum wages, wage for tipped workers. Um, So the national 
minimum wage is what seven fifty something like that. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't changed since I was working at that restaurant. Yeah, so it's seven fifty. Do you know what the national minimum wage for tipped workers is? So they're they're basically saying I think it's like well, four dollars. They're saying three fifty or something. They're saying you're getting a bunch of tips, so you don't deserve. Um, yeah. A minimum wage uh, at this at this the, the extravagant seven fifty level. Uh, no, it's not four dollars. It's not three fifty. It's two dollars and thirteen cents an hour. So if you are working in say Alabama, Georgia, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, on down the line, Texas, Utah, Virginia, uh, Wyoming, and you're working the midnight shift, no one's around. And you work a four-hour shift, you get eight dollars and fifty cents, whatever you know, for those four hours of that four-hour shift. Oh, oh, less taxes. Oh, and then plus that, sixty cents. Yeah. Okay. That apron doesn't pay for itself, um, so we'll take ten cents off of that. You know, how? What kind of savage world do we live in? You know. Uh, and and by the way, these people. Most, uh, you know, a, a huge number of people working in hospitality don't work full-time hours. So 32% of hospitality workers don't have, um, only 32% of hospitality workers have health care coverage. Do you want me to tell you what, uh, what the, uh, you want me to be devil's advocate and say, then reply to you? Or do you want me to just say, yeah, the world sucks? I, I don't know. Just, I, I'm just. What do you want? What do you want? Because I agree with you. Well, I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, I, I'm okay, wondering. but I'm going to tell you what people the, 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 if they if they're not happy. I want you to they say can something. Get another job. They can go get another job. You're not happy with the way it is. That's capitalism. Go get another job. Vote with your feet. Go go quit. Go get a better job. That's demand at, better wages. That's at Sylvain BBB. If you want to um, express I'm your saying, rage. that's that's the way that's the way capitalists will say that's. You know, if if the if the labor is not getting paid enough, then the labor should raise uh, or or should leave and vote with their feet. And then that they they, they then then the same places that have this unbelievably low mi minimum wage for non-tip workers will also go out of their way to um, make it very hard for anybody to unionize. It's you know it, uh, I think I don't I don't I think that um I. Uh, I'm listening to uh, Thomas Pynchon's uh, "Infinite not Remains of the Day." No, that's that's a different person. No, wait, that's Pynchon. No, Thomas Pynchon uh, wrote "Gravity's Rainbow." "Infinite Jest" was written by David Foster Wallace. Oh, they're both uh, similarly incredibly dense. Right, 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 right. Um, "Against the Day" is is the the one that I'm listening to, and it just it it just it's full of all this amazing prose and very it's very silly um just let I me mean, gravity's rainbow is very silly but you know it, it basically one an anarchist points out that that the um the system of of the of under czarist russia and the system in uh america is the same it's just that the the uh the nobility of czarist russia was was so used to their privilege they didn't even they were completely weak but the privilege of the billionaires and the capitalists is is very they're very 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 canny and smart and want to hang on to it but they still screw over people i mean just think about like 
we 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 took this system. I'm totally I'm gonna go off on a rant here. This is the comedy podcast in which I say that life is unfair and people should rise up. So it used to be 300 years ago that it was land was was held by nobility and everybody was um, slave to the land. Everybody, most almost everybody was slave to the warrior class, which had seized the land and then said, "You work on this land." And you know, serfdom was official in Russia, but it was basically the peasantry of of uh, of the of the medieval era continued on. And I read this other thing. It said that the that the peasants of the medieval era were were put, apparently based on what was happening for like four or five or six or seven hundred years politically inert like they were like well you know 90 percent of the population was like oh we're getting fucked oh my father was fucked my grandfather was fucked and we just get fucked what should we do about it it's Nothing. important to know your place yeah exactly um and so we we replaced land with capital right and and the whole system is set up so most people are just kind of screwed and being, you know, working for $2 and 15 cents an hour and being told $2 and 13 cents an hour. And, and I was just sort of thinking along this today, I was thinking, and then you think about like capitalists, right? You think about things like hedge funds, which are basically like weird shell games that were like invented by uh, people that don't, they don't add any value to the economy at all. They're just like, Let's let's take these uh, products, which are actually derivatives of pieces of stock, which are pieces of a company that you own. It's like this ownership thing. And we're going to twist it around so we can play games with it and sort of squeeze uh, a billion dollars out of it that then I can use to do whatever the fuck I want with up, up to and including enslave people and murder them and get away with it. I, I just made a sandwich and ate it. But um, John, how's your... Um, how, how... That was the, my comedy bit. Boom. Yeah. Um, John is a slumlord, um, just to be clear. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. John, John... So yeah, well, I listen, I listen to myself and go, hey, wait a minute. Maybe I should get in on that. I, I mean, that's a thing. It's like, oh, like, you know, like I, cryptocurrency is ridiculous, but you can make a lot of money on. You know, I mean, not yeah. now. Did did, did you make any money? No, off? I'm I'm not an I'm I'm I am such a an investing idiot that I I know myself enough not to ever do invest in anything stupid. I don't know if we uh, if we if we made we made a lot of money on paper uh, for a minute, and I I don't know if we lost it all because I told my wife I said, all right, sell everything except for the initial investment. Oh. I don't know if she listened to me because she never listens to me. In in crypto, yeah, we got into a crypto fund, put a thousand dollars in because it's like ah, whatever. And then like a year later, it was five thousand dollars. Well, that's like four thousand more than I've ever made as in, right. In but I mean, I and I think that then that was a year ago, and now I think it would be probably down to fifty dollars. Yeah, because um, but- people said, "Hey, wait a minute." This is all bullshit. Where is your building? Is it in St. Louis? St. Louis, yeah. Wow, that's that's cool. I mean, that's a smart thing to do. I mean, I, I'm I don't think that John is saying like you shouldn't invest in your future, you know. But they're, they're oh no, it's just the system is unfair. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. And the system has always been unfair. 
Yeah. And it's all, you know, going back to the beginning of the conversation, it's like the system is unfair and it's always been unfair. And that's something we should strive to do something about. But at the same time, don't let that fact ruin your life because that system has always been unfair, at least according to that guy who wrote Sapiens for like since agriculture was invented. Apparently it was idyllic before that when everybody died at the age of 20 from malnutrition. Uh, the good old days. So <laughs> I was at this, I mean, it sounds so ridiculous. I'm, I'm at this French chateau with yeah. like talking with like a, 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 a commercial real estate broker or whatever, or you no know, financier. And like, and he's telling me about, uh, and not in a boastful way. I, I, actually, he was like the most normal guy out of everybody there. Uh, but he was like telling me how he he like had to deal with Trump on a deal, and I'm like, you're probably the only person who ever made money off of Trump. And he's like, eh, no, a lot of people made money off of Trump. You just got to get in early. It's the suckers who came in late to bail him out and like got fucked by him. But um, but it was just like really interesting just to talk to these people about their crazy lives, like making their millions. Like it was. It was very weird. And I'm like, um, I've got a podcast. Uh, no, nobody, nobody. No, but it's a lot of, and a lot of that, I mean, it's, it's very, very much like the, uh, the old feudal days where it's like, it's who you, who your parents were, who you met, how, and, and being like the, the, uh, I had a comp, I worked for a company that was very, very badly run. Um, the CEO was really a monster. Um, and, but he, his father was, uh, a partner at Goldman Sachs. He was extremely good at talking to rich people and yeah. that was how he got his position well, and how, you know, it was, the, the, it was like, cause that's you, as a CEO, you have to charm the board. Well, that's what this guy did. He got a start as a, a caddy at a, a very upscale, you know, when he was a teenager, he was just like a working class guy and he was a caddy at a at a golf club yeah for you know the the trumps of the world and like mm -hmm. he learned that world and he learned that language and then he learned how to make deals and like like wow and and he was like genuine like it's something that i never would have thought like oh this person is this guy who finances golf courses like is going to be interesting is not something i ever would have thought to say but like he, yeah he was happy he was like it, just really engaged. He asked me questions, which is not something rich people normally do, like ask mm -hmm. other people questions. Like and like he was just like so fun to hang around. I'm like, well, wow. where was he? Where was he, Caddy? Bushwood. I don't know any. Uh, I don't actually. I I don't. I'm not being cagey. I just don't know anything. Like on, on the Bushwood, a dump. Oh, oh, sorry. That, that was a reference. Um, yeah, Caddyshack, the best movie yeah, ever made. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's gonna get laid. You'll get nothing and like it. Um, <laughs> uh, so I just uh, one quick email. Yeah, you got that going for me. Um, oh, I love that movie. Uh, it is. Does it hold up? Oh, I think so. I've, I haven't seen it in five years. I don't know if I've seen it straight, but uh, God, I love it. Uh, Anthony Charles of Moab, Utah, said that. So two days ago, Moab. Almost got washed away two feet of water on Main Street. 
about Jesus. 100 feet away, there's a bridge, and it's about 20 feet, 25 feet from the bottom of the bridge to the creek floor, and it rose almost 20 feet. Holy fucking shit. Holy shit crazy. I've not seen this uh, since the mid-80s. I've posted on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for all the work you do, and tell that lazy bitch Steve to get his ass back to the show. Be safe. Yeah, I, I'm, I definitely miss Steve, um, and, he's, and I still maintain... I think you do too, that he's a huge pain in the ass and he would say the same of me. Um, and uh, I miss Cassandra. She's back in class now. She's um, doing uh, 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 acting classes right now, so which is why she isn't here right now. Mm. Yeah. Um, mm. So did we solve tipping yet or no? No, no. I, 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 it's just, you know, I... I think it'd be better to, to focus our attention on on global warming or maybe the is that an easier, civil war. Yeah, that, that's an easier maybe, thing to solve than tipping. Or the, the misinformation or or you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, all those problems are just as hard. It's just that I mean, and, and people can see that people are dying. Tipping, tipping is not something. People go, oh, my God, we've got to solve this today. I know, but but it's a, it's a weird thing because it's like, have you ever been to the doctor and you've been like, you know, you ma- you made me wait like twenty minutes. I, I'm not. I'm only giving you, you know, eighty percent of of your fee. It's bullshit. It's a it's a complete bullshit system. It's terrible. Mm, I mean, but I, you know, I, what? I, I pay the hot doctors more. Do you? Oh yeah. Oh Is yeah. Is that a good idea? Mm. I had a really good doctor who um, uh, I I used to I. I, I my the job that I just mentioned was in it, the headquarters were in Beverly Hills for no reason and uh, that's where my office was and so and I and I learned something from that which is if you want if you're in Los Angeles and you want really good doctors then go to Beverly Hills because they're just doctors right but the best ones are in Beverly Hills and so I had a really good doctor in Beverly Hills and he went concierge he just said uh, he sent out a letter to his uh, and what that meant was, have you ever seen Royal Pains? Uh, the place takes place on 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 uh, Long Island, right? Yeah, and the guy the guy is an emergency room doctor, it's and he TNT he, somebody... or the uh, no, not TNT. It's um, USA. USA, where where yeah. drama happens Char- or something like that. Characters welcome. Characters, yeah. Char- Furestine. Characters plots. Um, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but a, a, a concierge doctor is just somebody who works for cash for rich people. I I I'm doing it wrong. Yeah, and that's that's my my old doctor who was excellent. He was excellent. He was an excellent doctor, and he just he said uh, he wrote us all his patients a letter. I'm sorry, I'm selling my practice because I get a chance to do. Basically, he didn't really explain what he was doing, but I, I could tell based from the USA context. USA has given me a show. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, it, it feels, I will say that, like you were talking about the difference between here and Europe, like there just did not seem to, to like being in a restaurant and no, and not tipping. I never got bad service, but I also never got the sense like I, I was being pandered to, which, right. which is uh, not comfortable at all, you know. Oh my God, you're so funny. Um, yeah, they weren't. Uh, I I didn't get bad uh, French service, but I I didn't get. I got. I had. We had. 
one of the funny things is you get there and it's nine hours ahead. So you jet lagged basically forever. I'm jet lagged right now. Yeah. And you get you. So you get up late. Like this is what, what happened when I was in France. I get up late at like, you know, 11 because I couldn't get to sleep until. So I get up at 10 or 11. We have breakfast and then we go out into Paris and we have a nice day. And then it's four hours later when we're hungry. And the thing about France is between 2.30 and 7, you can't get food anywhere out. It's all closed. Their places are open and you say, can we come in? They say, yeah, yeah, come in. They, they, you have food and they look at you like you're insane. Like who on earth would eat in the afternoon? You can have some wine or some coffee. I'd be happy to give you that. But food? You barbarian American, crazy person. I think Paris is a, a little different now. Um, because, but that was not long ago. Uh, well, I, I think, you know, so um, the old... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Those two years of COVID do count. So it was four years Yeah, ago. there you go. Uh, the the old idea was like oh in August Paris is completely empty all the restaurants are are you know because every everybody in Paris takes the month off of August yeah. and then you go to uh, to Paris and like half like every other person is speaking English which is absolutely yeah. what happened but at the same time businesses are like fuck it we gotta we gotta make rent you know and so. A lot of re- some restaurants were closed per tradition, but then others were open. So, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, we were there in August too. We had the same experience, I, but it really was. I mean, you couldn't you could not get it was there were especially sandwich shops were open at three o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. but no other restaurants were yeah, open. No, no, that you're, you're and we right. went in one place. We went in one place and we got there like two thirty, and uh, we said Can we get lunch. And uh, the guy behind the bar said, "Sure, come in." sit down and then the waiter came out and saw us and looked at us and then looked at him it's an idiot <laughs> and he was so he was I so pissed it. off that I we love were there it. and uh and said nasty things to him and with Shelley understood French and she was like that's what he's saying it's very funny yeah I I mean I I've there's something that like that is like um refreshing about that as opposed to like Corporate says you have to uh, serve yeah. anybody who walks in and make sure you offers them, you know, the the appetizer bundle, and um, ask them if they're they want to join the frequent diners club. You know, like, oh. yeah. yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, I think that there's arguments that are made in this country about socialized medicine and, and like and like the Europeans and all, all and all these these like uh, things about. You know the the six six hour or the six weeks or four four or five weeks vacation that they get in oh, France. Oh, the, the thirty and, the thirty five hour work week, which it, yeah, it, and is all a the problem. Same, like saying yeah, they they yeah, it's a big problem. And he's like, okay, well, what if what if Bezos doesn't become a trillionaire in his lifetime? Like, what if what if some of the capital that is being like shoveled up to the top point one percent is instead used to like take care of people, you know? I mean, we, the, we, we buy such a shit sandwich of bullshit here in this country about what, you know, I... I John Sylvain like, is a socialist. I'm a, I'm a socialist, yes, I'm a socialist. Oh, exactly. you know what? It turns out if you believe in public schools, if you believe in public roads, yeah. if you believe in yeah. Medicare, 
Uh, yeah. You're a socialist. So yeah. So, yeah. Is, so is fucking Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. So yeah. Sit on this and spin. Exactly. Socialist. I'm not a oh socialist. My God, you just did like a, a, a Fonzie diss. Good, good on you. No, uh, sit on it. They didn't say sit on this and spin. That's a little more. Well, Fonzie, af- little... Fonzie after hours. Fonzie never said that. He was too cool to say sit on it. All right, you did. That was more of a potsy. Okay, you're a pot. You're potsy after hours. Okay, I, I was like tr- the fact that you I was, I was trying to give you uh, the benefit of the doubt. Like I was trying to make hey. you cool. Yeah, no, okay, you're a potsy. Hey, nope, potsy. You're you're a mouth, a Ralph mouth. Um, so Tyson says that uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. That that's what I was thinking of. Um, and yeah, it it was so it lacked edge, but um. But Tyson also said that he worries about being annoying. Don't worry about it. Look at I'm the most annoying person I know. I literally am. Uh, and I don't worry about it. Um, except when I'm talking to my manager, you know. Um, yeah, he really doesn't worry about it, I, people. Clearly, clearly. Mar- Marty is as annoying uh, off mic as he is on mic. It's amazing. It's, it's, he's, he is himself. Yep. And it's really annoying. Yep. Yep. I can show you the texts to prove it. Um, and then Tyson says that, um, that at a recent hotel stay, he tipped the housekeeping people. I don't know how common that is. I I do that. I always do. I do that in the U S and I feel bad that I don't do it in in other countries, but is that bad? Uh, Last night I had, uh, I had a flat tire. Uh, my, my tire, I think I ran over a nail and, and I, uh, I, I, I I had to call AAA to get my tire changed, which is very embarrassing and emasculating. But it's AAA is great, and the guy came, and I don't have any cash, and I just felt bad. I, I don't think it's really appropriate. He didn't really seem to expect the tip, but I wanted to give him some. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so I mean, you I, know, I, I, think, I think, but I think tipping culture is stupid. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a very weird conundrum for sure. And, and at the same time, just so everyone knows that John and I are not skimpy tippers, you know? No, I'm very yeah. big tipper. Yeah. So, um, and I, that's the thing is like, I'd rather just know what the cost of things are, uh, what the costs of things are, and then just pay it, you know, just tell me up front. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to have to do math. I don't want to have to feel guilty. I don't want to have to feel like uh, any sort of anxiety of like, am I doing the right thing? I just want to pay and go like I do yeah. every other business transaction in yeah. my life. You know. And here's a tip. If you're living in the United States and you are tipping, here's a tip tip. It's much better and your life will be better and you'll be a better person if you tip 20%. And also tipping 20% is easy because you just take how much the bill is Divide by 10, which is just moving the decimal over, and then multiplying by 2. Okay, you don't have to do any fancy at, math. At multiplying. Oh, Marty, 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 Marty. Doubling? How about doubling? Could you double? Mm. Could you add the two things together? Can you? I can double step. I can I can two step. Do you usually, do you usually eat with your wife? Maybe she could do it. Uh, okay never mind never mind marty you can't go out anymore all right i try my best see look i'm just trying to make the case for the i want them to make it easy for the dummies like me hey before we end i have uh do we have any mail because i have a i have a 
I have an announcement. Okay, so we did have um, uh, that one uh, that I already read. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, so here's here's my announcement. I identified a bird. Okay, give us some context for that. All right, I was challenged to do two things. Uh, we were all challenged to do two things. And uh, mine was to identify a bird and to uh, walk five miles. And then uh, actually three things. And then write a, a, a love song. And um, so I, 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 I identified a rufous hummingbird. And a rufous hummingbird, are it was a female rufous hummingbird. They're the most aggressive hummingbird in the USA. And you live to tell the tale. Yep. Uh, so I just wanted to mention that. And then um, I did write the, the I started to, I, I recorded the love song and it sounded so crappy that I, I'm not going to play it for you. I have to redo it. Okay. All right. Um, I, when I was at, in France, I saw um, something that was pollinating. It was flying around these flowers and it had this big, long, proboscis type of thing you know big long pointy nose that was an italian and i um this french lady was like what are you doing and i'm like i'm looking at this hummingbird and she's like that's not a bird ce n'est pas un oiseau c'est un um which is uh a mouche no uh she said it was a, like a, it's a butterfly, uh, a, a bizarre, you know, a bizarre butterfly. And I'm like, it looks like a fucking hummingbird. It was the largest moth I'd ever seen. And it turns out it's a hummingbird hawk moth. It's like three avians in one. Hummingbird hawk moth? Yeah. Look it up. Look it up. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And it, it freaked the sh I, I was obsessed with it. I was like taking slow motion videos of it and like trying to get close ups. It never held still. It was like, it was crazy. It was awesome. That sounds terrifying. Yeah, it was cool. Um, but I'm so proud that you saw a bull hummingbird. No, it wasn't. Rufus, Rufus, it's R U F O U S hummingbird, female. A brute force. Hummingbird. No, Rufus. Rufus Hummingbird. They're just very aggressive uh, to other hummingbirds. Apparently. Rufus Hummingbird is my pen name, by the way. It's uh, it's called. There's a video on the site that I was looking at called Hummingbird from Hell. I love it. It's yeah. Uh, Ru Rufus sure Hummingbird, that... everybody. Rufus Hummingbird. Um, uh, yeah, you can check out my blog at rufushummingbird.com. Um, so, what do you think? Uh, what do you think about? Uh, the, the secret stuff that Trump has in his uh, head in his basement. What do you think was in those documents? I have no idea. I have no idea. Well, just, what would you speculate? What do you think was in there? Uh, I mean, I think pretty much what people are saying, uh, what pundits are saying makes sense. It's like he just wants, uh, he wants mementos and he likes to, he likes to, to possess things like, um, and he, he's just an idiot. He's just, um, you just grab those boxes. Yeah, it's like mine, 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 mine. It has my name on it. Mine, 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 mine. What do you do? You think? Do you think those boxes were just lying around the Oval Office? And he said, "Yeah, back that stuff up." 
Uh, was taken away. Well, that's the other thing is like, I'm like, why does he give a shit? Like, he doesn't read. So, like, who cares? Um, but, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I, I don't. I, I just want resolution i don't want more teasing and like oh this is like this is like uh worse than watergate like he's admitted all these things like just like like let the justice system go through its motions and and we'll see what happens you know i don't want to get my hopes up i don't want to speculate i just want to i'm not a lawyer i don't know anything about skills. well let me let me let me give you a, let me give you a, a hypothetical. Okay? Oh, please, please. What I, if this is, this what is if exactly you were, what I what was if, just asking for? What if you were on a comedy podcast and you had an opportunity to just make up funny stuff that might have been in Trump's basement? Um, what do you think you would make up? Like what? <laughs> Can you give me like an example? Secret information about about the fact that maybe the Denver airport is actually this episode is what was that 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 was um nothing don't worry about it keep well that was really spooky maybe i maybe i said something that was no it was true it it was a it was accented cinema the the denver airport is a cover for a massive illuminati city but that has nothing to do with trump that's a truth that's a truism that everybody knows so tell me something that is new did you know that the attempted murder of Malala Yufazai, Yusuf Yusuf Zai, was oh, actually no, a it's hoax? A, it's just Cat Stevens, I think, is is how we. No, know. Malala, Malala, you know the Nobel Prize I know, winning. I know who you're talking about. I was just okay, she she was she was she was almost murdered, right? Oh yeah, she and, was shot. In that the, whole thing. She was shot in the, the face. Yeah, that was actually a hoax that was set up to discredit the Taliban and was created by her father, the CIA, and involved Robert De Niro in disguise as an Uzbek homeopathic doctor. Did you know that? Okay, so are you making this up the, the way we did a few weeks ago? We're all no, making- no, this is this is a, an actual conspiracy theory that's, that's on Wikipedia. Okay. These are all conspiracy theories on Wikipedia. I was going to try and try and make a quiz where you try and figure out which ones I'd made up and which ones were actual no, conspiracy I, theories. I, yeah. I, you're just not enjoying any of this. No, I am. I am. I am. I appreciate it, but I, I'm just like, no, what? you don't <laughs> you hate every song. I'm, I'm, I'm jet lagged. All right. Um, no, I, I think I, I worry, you know, cause I, I think that there, it's we we talked about uh a few weeks ago we we each had to pitch a um a conspiracy theory yeah and and there's like a fine line between like you know absurd nonsense ones and then ones that are real and then ones that are like right at that line of what's funny and it's like I don't know where we, how to dance around that and, and to come up with something that is, um, uh, w- without having a writer's room, you know? Um, because it's okay. like, uh, no, I, I like, cause what you're saying about Malala 
and Robert De Niro, that just makes me depressed. Like, it's just like, it's sad, like that that even exists, that somebody had, uh, I mean, uh, uh, that that's what they came up with. I mean, I think that there, there are ones that are a little more, if you're going to make up one, I would come up with something a slightly more absurd, you know, and, and a little less like, oh, you know, that teenager who was shot in the face, it didn't really happen, you know. So I, I don't know, I don't know what the, the line is. And, and that, that is something that, that's something that is really fun about, about these discussions is like, where is that line? Um, but I mean, what you're saying is exists on Wikipedia, so it must be true. So it's not a rumor. John? No, it exists in Wikipedia under crazy conspiracy theories. Oh, oh. But it's still Wikipedia, so it's true. Oh, dear. Yeah, I guess it is. It's all true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 it's something that I, I, I think about all the time. Like, you know, like, uh, and, and I probably censor myself too much on some things, and then I'm thoughtless about other things, you know. Um, but um, did you plant that one in in Wikipedia? No, no, I didn't make that up. John, did no, you? I didn't. John? I don't. I don't, I don't really. I don't. John, as far as you know, I okay, I did. I actually made all that up, and I, I'm I'm sorry that you find it disturbing. How about the one about the Bush family, Margaret Thatcher, and Beyonce are all actually lizard aliens? They're what? They're lizard aliens. Is that like a Rastafarian? No, they're lizard aliens, not lizard aliens. They're lizard aliens. They're aliens oh, okay. that are this lizards. episode is sponsored by. Oh, that was the... Jesus Christ! That's so fucking scary. Um, what are you doing? Uh, I'm closing windows, but it, um, oh, you're, you're you're watching you're watching something. No, you've no. been watching something this whole time. Okay, you're but... saying you jet lagged, but you're actually been watching a TV show this whole I'm, time. I'm just really enwrapped. By... You've been watching Better Call Saul, haven't you? Um. I want to be a lizard alien. That's what I want to be. No, a lizard, an alien that's a lizard. No, no. I I hear <laughs> I hear what you're saying, but I want to be a lizard alien. And I think we need to right. define what a lizard alien is. All right, that's great. A lizard alien? Yes. It's a, obviously it's someone who's from Lizardalia. Well, I mean, whatever, that's obvious, but where Have you ever did, been to Lizardalia? Uh, do you know the way to Lizardaria? Dahlia, not Daria. That's a totally different I place. I said Dahlia. I said Listen no, to you the said tape. Daria. Lizardaria is where the Lizardarians are from, not the Lizardalians. All right, all right. Lizardaria and Lizardalia are two different places. They they have rival high schools that play football with each other all the time. And, and here's the way so long. Every single every single game. Somebody has broken an ankle. Every single one, every single time the Lizardalians and the Lizardarians have met. Well, if you saw their leg anatomy, you know the mosca mo mascots, mo mascots. You know, mascots are. If you saw their Lizardaria, if you saw their their anatomy, you'd be like, oh, No, I know. Of course, they break ankles all the time. No, they they got the thinnest legs ever. Yeah, both of them. That's. Yeah, the uh, the mascot of the the Lizardarians is the Roadrunner. Yeah, and the mascot of the Lizardalians 
is the ostrich. You would think it would be the coyote, but it's not. <laughs> you would think. I know. But it's not. And yet. Uh, they Or they, lizards, maybe. But, but no. they both have like, y- you know, like uh, balsa wood legs. Like just snap. No, they, they just snap, snap like crazy. Yeah. Snap. Yeah. It's, it's, the mascot the mascot of the of the lizardarian middle school is the Vikings and people are wondering if that's racist. If you don't believe us, look on Reddit, yo. Yeah. Look it up. Yep. Look it up. It's all it's true. It's spelled like it's pronounced. So um Except with an extra P somewhere in there. Yeah. And we're not gonna tell it's you where silent. Yeah. The P is silent because it's it goes against the porcelain, so you can't hear it. <laughs> All right, John made me laugh at one of his shitty dad jokes, and I hate I hate myself for it, and I hate John for it even more. Um, I think we should end now. I yeah, think yeah, no, no. I think I think I think we have reached we've reached peak nonsense. Uh, John, I think that was the funniest line I've ever done, and I'm, I'm sure nobody's going to hear it because it's at the end of the show. No, are you kidding? We have a a, a plethora of people who are listening to it, and I will make sure that in the show notes that. How many people in a plethora? Um, <laughs> it's a, it's one Tyson and and uh, yeah, it, it's just one Tyson. That's all. All right. Yeah. Um, so, if uh, people, what, what do you have to to plug? What's going on with you in the world? Oh God, nothing. I, I don't have anything to plug except that I, I need I need somebody. I need somebody to work for me for free and take on some of my responsibilities. Done but I do want to say done. this. I'm in. Uh, okay, great. I do want to say this, Marty. At one point during this podcast, you accidentally put your hand through your hair and your hair went up and it looked really good. Uh, you should I'm, you should put your hair up. Yeah. I'm losing, it looks so, I'm, it's I'm so losing that, it's my hair. Good when, I, I, I oh, don't do that. No, don't do that. Do this. Anyway. I'm, I'm yeah. Losing my hair. No. Yeah, that's. That's better. Right. Good, good podcast here. Good. All right, yeah, you got good podcast here. Um. So okay, so I'm gonna redo my hair to be sexy for John. Thank God. Uh, and then John, you're gonna, um, you're gonna, I don't know, you're you're gonna ease your schedule somehow. I gotta, yeah. After I write this song for you. No, you already you know. wrote it. You're gonna record it. I have to record it, yeah. Um, and then I, I'm so working on. Uh, well, actually, Steve has been working his ass off on Subterra. Super excited about it. I also want to give a plug for a, um, a, a book. I actually read a book when I was on the plane. And oh my god! Watching seventeen movies. Um, mm-hmm. It's a book called Mickey Seven. Um, yeah. It, yeah. It's. Uh, it's a science fiction book, and it it's, takes place in a, another colony and um, a space colony, science fiction. So in this, who wrote it? Um, I don't know. Look it up. And in this world, um, in this colony, there's one person who's there. Uh, resources are very limited, and so one person is. Uh, hired to do all the shit jobs like oh go grab that you know thing that's full of radiation and if you die we'll just reconstitute you with all your memories and everything like that 
Um, but every all the other colonists, bec- but because that takes up a lot of resources, they only have one of that person, and then everybody else is is uh, just a regular colonist. Uh, really funny, really smart. It's um, written by a guy who teaches uh, 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 quantum physics, um, so it's smart and uh, funny and uh, short. It's called Mickey Seven. Uh, oh. And here's how I found out about it. It's uh, Bong Joon-ho, who um, did Okja and uh, Parasite. It's his next movie. Um, are you with Edward, Edward Ashton. Yeah, Ed, Ed, Teddy Ashton. Uh, and uh, Robert Pattinson is going to be in it. And it's, um, it's, I highly recommend it. Um, it's not spelled the way you think it's spelled. That's why I couldn't find it. M I C K E Y seven no space. Okay. M I C. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna read it. K E Y. How would you not know how to spell Mickey? It's Mickey Mouse. Isn't it K E Y? Oh, it is K E Y. Okay. All right. All right. All right. And All right. Add a seven right. with right. no space. Right. Jesus Christ! I'm an I'm I'm just being a dick again. Um. I spelled it without a without an e, but I guess I don't know how to spell Mickey. All right, I'm uh, I got it at the library. All right, I, I that's where I got it from, so you guys can get it there too. Uh, it's a, it's a fast read, and um, we'll talk about it on next week's uh, Nooner Book Club. We will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at smodcast.com. <laughs>